Houston, Texas, this is the way we bow. Exactly halfway through the regular season, uh, we start the second half this week. We have two very important guests here tonight, uh, Mr. Nick Hannon. Nick, you ready to root for the Astros tonight? Oh shit! Baseball's going on. Yeah. Um, no, not at all. Zero <laughs> rooting for the Astros. No way. Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, game one tonight. It's kind of a big deal. Uh, on the road to their second World Series in the past four years. It, it should be should be wonderful. Should be good to see. Gross. <laughs> Gross. I heard, they, I heard they removed all the trash cans from the stadiums. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, you got to try to cheat. If you're not trying to cheat, then, you know, you're not going to be a champion. So, uh, Chester, you've got uh, a, a bigger baseball game going on tonight with uh, little Chester having a having a game you're talking to two gamblers here so what's the spread on this little league game you got going on we need to put uh, some money on it they'll probably win by eight runs they are uh, undefeated and uh, uh not not trying to not trying to brag but you know chester buller jr is a uh, definitely a, a ball player plays shortstop and he can hit the ball he's a he's a good player Sounds good, man. Sounds good. We're going to need to, to see some video of this one of these days. No, I can I, I can back that up because there is a, uh, a link that you can go to. His ball fields have uh, cameras on the uh, field so you can actually watch uh, what's going on. He had a game, a makeup game last night. He was three for three. And uh, uh, he played uh, short, third, and second. Man, cameras on the field. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's a rich neighborhood. Cool. All right. So um, week seven takeaways, week seven takeaways. As I looked at the scores of the matchups last week, you can't help but see that Nick beat Chris 97 to 77, um, taking a W with, with less than 100 points. How does that feel, Nick? You know, winners win, John. Um, winners win. I don't really know how else to say it. The only other explanation that I have is that the fantasy gods were on my side this week. Um, they wanted to give me this easy W because of all the blasphemy, all the rude comments, all the um, shit talking from lesser players. I'm talking to a two-time here. Um, so, yeah, I've had a couple of bad weeks. But, yeah, it, uh, fantasy gods were on my side this week. Are you saying that every week someone saying fuck you, Nick, on the podcast has really affected your performance? <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie. At first, it kind of got to me a little bit. Um, now I take it as a term of endearment. I, I just translate that to I love you, Nick. So we'll just take it as that. Yeah. <laughs> Is that because you hear it so much at home and on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Carter. Carter's even saying it now. Yeah, you, Daddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Chester, Sean, one of the other top teams, was taken down by by Clayton this week. We actually had both our top teams, both Sean and Chris, lose. What do you think about the uh, kind of layout of the standings? You know, you're sitting here near the top and, and you're looking at your competition. Well, you know, I, I saw that and, you know, obviously he's still sitting on sitting on the top, but taken down by a team that um, where the manager is floating in a pool drinking Mai Tais the entire week was barely even paying attention to his team still one, but the, um, um, I don't think Sean really has anything to worry about. Like I said, in the last time I was on, he made some right moves and, and, uh, he's still sitting up there. We're all going to take some losses this year and, you know, it's just, you know, luck of the draw. Speaking of taking a couple of losses, uh, Joel, in his first season back, is is starting 0-7. Now, um, mathematically, he can still finish 500, and I'm sure we're all rooting for that. But, uh, Nick, have, have you ever started that? I mean, obviously not 0-7, but have you ever had a rough start to a season? How, how do you think that feels? Uh, maybe you remember something that I don't. I mean, if you're ready to say that I have, Maybe I'm, I'm sure that I have because I know that I have finished dead last one year. Um, so that probably did happen. But um, Joel has had some terrible, terrible luck this year. Um, he's putting up some decent amount of points. Um, he is number one in points against with 1281, um, which is which is by far the most. And he's put up a respectable 10, 1065 in points. So. Um, he's, he's getting the shaft this year for sure. I feel for him, but, um, yeah, I don't know if I've had, if I've had that kind of bad luck before. <laughs> well, I agree. Yeah. We talked about last week, you know, is Joel's team bad or just unlucky and, and it, you know, might be a mixture of both, but Owen seven is, is rough. That, that hurts to look at. So we feel for you, Joel. Uh, hopefully your team can turn it around soon. Um, like I said, we are at the midway point. This year is a strange year in that we have 14 regular season games rather than the normal 13. So we have actually have a halfway point, which is right now. So I wanted you guys to evaluate a couple of midseason surprises. What is one NFL player that has surprised you, either good or bad, halfway through the fantasy season? Chester, let's start with you. So I thought about this a lot, you know, you could say Mahomes, but I think that's more of a team and you could look at uh, like on my team and Jamar Chase, but you know, he's a rookie. So you just, you don't know anything. I'm going to go with Derrick Henry is just, I mean, just a beast. I mean, nobody saw that. Look at all the people that passed him in the draft and, and look at what he's doing. I mean, all of us would kill to have him on our team right now, but you know, he's, he's the most dominating uh, running back in the league right now. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, 100%. Uh, I took Dalvin Cook after I think everybody would have taken Christian McCaffrey first. Um, but I took Dalvin Cook second and Chip took Derrick Henry at the end of the second round or maybe even the first pick in the third round. And yeah, it, we all look like morons for, for passing up on him. Yeah, I should I should have known because I had him 
um, last year. And like he, he I, I, I don't know why we all passed up on him, but that's not what I really think of when I think it's surprising when I talk about King Henry being the, you know, the number one back. Um, it's got to be the guy that Chester owns. It's got to be that rookie. He said it, Jamarvelous Chase. That dude is killing it. Um, he's He's got, what, six, six or seven touchdowns, you know, through through seven weeks. And um, it seems like he's getting a 50-yarder every single game. So, Already been um, named Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, uh, I didn't know how he was going to perform when you drafted him, I thought, because, you know, he had a terrible preseason. So yeah. everyone was talking him down, and, man, he has just blown up. So my big surprise is uh, is my guy from my team, Cooper Cup. I was totally blown away when I drafted Cooper Cup. It was like an emergency deal. Like I didn't have any receivers and I thought, man, I have to settle for this guy. I really wanted Robert Woods. And I think either Sean or Clint took him one or two picks before me. And man, did I luck out that he just kind of fell in my lap. He was just the best guy available. I didn't target him. I didn't think he was going to have a great year. I just needed a receiver. And he has just absolutely blown up and surprised me every single week. Uh, that dude's outstanding. He has more points than a bunch of quarterbacks. So he's, he's done really great for me. That good offense and that good offensive line. True. Very true. Um, so we've picked one NFL player. Now it's time to pick one suicidal Sunday team that has surprised you halfway through the fantasy season. Nick, let's start with you. This one's easy for me. It's gotta be the Bukaki bandits. Clint Young has, um, Drafted a terrible fucking team. There's really no other way to, to say it. Um, I would say that he has had bad luck, but all his players are healthy, relatively um, speaking. Antonio Gibson has been a huge disappointment. Allen Robinson shouldn't even be owned right now. Um, um, Edwards Hilaire is, is, sorry, he did get banged up, but he wasn't doing much before either. But um, yeah. The, the, the Trey Lance situation hasn't come to fruition yet for him. Um, he just take, keeps taking L after L, and he, it's about to um, get worse. He's playing get some this week, so I'm, I'm predicting another L. Um, yeah, things are looking grand for Clint. I'm, look, I'm, I'm used to seeing him at the top of the rankings, and he's sitting in, um, let's see, 12th in the standings and 13th in points. So – yeah. Ouch. <laughs> Jester, who's your big surprise in the league this year? Well, I honestly, I, I'm really surprised Joel is 0-7. You know, but, you know, that's the thing is we didn't know that the, you know, Christian McCaffrey was going to go down so early. You know, uh, uh, I mean, gosh, after you saw the, the first game, James Winston, you thought he was going to be a you know, a great quarterback in a, in a good league. Uh, uh, and you just, it's just not, you know, it's not worked out for him, which, which doesn't, that doesn't surprise me long-term, but I just thought that him going to a new team and just after that showing with all the weapons he has around him, I was like, wow, you know, the Saints are going to be, going to be great. Well, they, they've had their, you know, their moments where they show some stuff, but it's not there. So he just, 
he's had some really bad luck. You know, we've already touched on that a couple of times. I'm just surprised that he hasn't won a game yet at all. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, his team isn't terrible. Um, he has some guys that are, are pretty good, actually, uh, that have just kind of underperformed. I thought Stefan Diggs would be a little bit better. And and you're right, Jameis had that great first week. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Hopefully he'll be able to turn it around a little bit. Um, I will go. Y'all took some teams that were, were bad surprising. Uh, mine is kind of a good surprising in that uh, Chris's team. Chris has been towards the top of the standings. I, I'm not sure in the power rankings where I picked him. It was probably like seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. Um, and he's been at the top constantly the whole season, it seems like. I wasn't sure about Justin Herbert. I think I talked about like sophomore slumps and, and that, even though he was amazing last year, I, I really just didn't think he could do it again. And when Chris said, I'm going to put all my stock in chargers and all these other guys and he traded for Mike Williams, I thought, your team is going to suck. And he's been wonderful. Uh, so that's, that's my biggest surprise is how well he's done this year. Yeah. And with, with Chris, um, it started with those two trades that he made to start the season um, Two trades that pole vaulted him into these early wins with getting Mike Williams for Juju, which was a huge win. And then um, getting Debo, from Patrick for Marvin Jones was, was a huge one as well. But um, he did, he did give, give a lot of capital away to Sean, I think in that latest trade with uh, Justin Jefferson. Um, well, I mean, that's because they have their collusion going on. Now look at them both sitting up, you know, towards the top of the standings. They knew what the fuck they were doing. A hundred percent collusion. There definitely needs to be some, uh, some, some, some league commissioner um, intervention here. Take a look at what's been going on on these on these work trips to West Texas, yeah. but <laughs> but yeah, it's, it pisses me off that Sean got Justin Jefferson, who is a legit bona fide top fucking five stud wide receiver for pennies on the dollar. So yeah, is it is it weird when they go on those trips that they get one room with a king bed? <laughs> <laughs> Saves money, man, and they stay warm. Yeah, <laughs> weird, but not surprising, maybe. <laughs> so, um, okay, moving on. Moving on, we're going to do a little bit of would you rather. So uh, choosing between two folks. So, uh, Chester, we're going to start with you. Would you rather have Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow the rest of the season? That's a tough one. Yeah, I thought about that all day. And, you know, you look at it and just you look at the uh, at the matchups that they that they both have coming up and, you know, for the rest of the year. And I'm I'm just going to have to lean on on Patrick Mahomes. You still just are going to believe that they're going to get it together and and that, uh, you know, there's just too many weapons there that, uh, you know, to count him out. Um, I mean, Joe Burrow's had a great season and, you know, and uh, he's he's got good weapons, too, but I just don't think that they're as deep and, and, uh, you know, just history. You just have to go off of that. Nick, what do you think? Yeah, I'm the same. I, I just like Mahomes' floor a little bit more than, than Burroughs. Um, Cincinnati's offense is obviously booming right now and it's, uh, Burroughs got a ton of weapons, but you know, I'm, so, so does Mahomes still. I'm not going to overreact too much on that, on that latest loss. Um, I think he'll be fine. 
Yeah, I mean, it's still fun to watch Patrick Mahomes play, and he does things that no one else can do. In the end, uh, if you're going to make me pick one or the other, I still have to take Mahomes. But, Chester, you're right. It is a difficult question, one that we never thought we would even consider when the season started. So um, it's, it's interesting to see how they've changed. All right, next. Nick, would you rather uh-huh. have Justin Fields or Sam Darnold? <laughs> oh, I love the question, Kamish. I love the question. Twist that knife. Um, yeah, I'm still going to go with Darnold, even though he's not going to finish the year more than likely. Um, he's got a uh, athletic quarterback behind him, and he's got, um, you know, I've got a potential trade that will save my season, you know, um, being talked about right now that we haven't mentioned, but um, yeah, I'm going to go with Darnold. He's still didn't say anything to me, so I guess it's not with me, but okay. He hasn't asked for Justin Fields, which is surprising. Mm. So yeah, I, I don't know who he could be trading with. Yeah, my gosh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not a trade in our league. Sorry, a, a trade in real life in the NFL. I meant a, a possibly a Deshaun Watson going to the Panthers and saving my season. So, mm. so I'm just, you know, it's it's probably not going to happen. You know, I'm just dreamers can dream. <laughs> but yeah, to answer your question, yeah, it's still I'm still going to stick with Darnold. He's still the 22nd quarterback on the year. Um, your guy just looks scared out there. He looks like he was a bust of a pick, and maybe it's too early to be saying that. But and that offensive line is terrible. But I don't know. He just I, I'm not really seeing any flashes of greatness that I'm used to, that I'd be um, you know expecting to see from him that we all expected to see eventually this year. But oh, maybe it's coming. Chester, what do you think? I'm going with Arnold. The, uh, the the Bears are just, I mean, horrendous. And the coaching is horrendous. Everything's horrendous. Both of these really falls on the coaches as well. I mean, you've you got these guys running your offense. You're calling the plays. And you've got these guys out there trying to execute. I think that has a lot to do with it. Obviously, Sam Darnold would be doing a lot better if – his running back didn't go down and he had that, uh, that weapon. And so I think that's kind of what's going in with when, when McCaffrey comes back, I think that Darnold is, is going to be doing much better. If you look, just look at the numbers. I mean, essentially he fell off right after uh, McCaffrey was out. Yeah. And and, I mean, Darnold did have a fantastic start to the season, you know, Nick traded Tannehill for him. And uh, I didn't agree with it quite at the time, but it wasn't a bad trade because Darnold was killing it in the beginning of the season. So we know he can do it. Um, What we also know is Justin Fields can't do it. Mm -hmm. He has, I think um, he he has 20 points or 24 points on the entire year. And to give you some perspective, my other quarterback, Jalen Hurts has less than that in two weeks. He's had more than that every single week except for two, and uh, that's how much Fields has for the entire season, and he started every game but one, I believe. So when you start like five games and you're averaging four points a week because most of the time you're getting negative nine or negative six, it's pretty awful. He looks really, really terrible. So um, I'm glad I don't have to start him every week. 
And have you have you finished setting your lineup for the week? Because you still have them in there, and I'm. <laughs> Yeah. I, I do. I haven't. I have not. Um, today was a busy day. And so I haven't changed anything first day of the week. But I can promise you, unless some sort of uh, I, I'll be honest, I offered Ben Roethlisberger to like five people last week, um, just trying to see what I could do to maybe flip a, a running back and a quarterback and see what I could get for it. And I just want to thank everyone that rejected those trade offers because <laughs> now I don't have to start Justin Fields in the next couple of weeks. Cause he just, like you said, Nick, he looks scared. He looks awful playing out there. And I can't imagine having him be one of my starting quarterbacks for the rest of the season. Hey, at least you have big Ben, I guess that's a good thing. I guess, I guess I got Christian McCaffrey out of the deal. So there you go. Yeah. we'll see. We'll see how it works. Um, trade him away, man. Just let me know. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I have McCaffrey, Cook, and uh, Jonathan Taylor. So I'm going to have to trade one of them at some point. We'll see. The trade deadline, I believe, is December 5th. It's kind of late since we have an extra um, regular season game this year. It's a little bit later than normal. So just kind of keep that in mind, throwing that out there. Uh, last one, Chester. Would you rather have Cooper Cup or Tyreek Hill? I'm going with Cooper Cup. You know, just you know, based off of what we talked about earlier as well. You know, just having a having a knockout year, and then also, um, um, I mean, just that offense. I mean, they've got everything going. I mean, they're they're picking over the Super Bowl. So, I mean, that and he's he's leading the team. And you're probably you're talking about your. Uh, uh, all pro receiver right there that, you know, he's going to be battling for a, um, a Super Bowl this year. I mean, he's just, the guy's outstanding. He's, he creates separation. And I mean, they, that's, that's their go-to guy every time. The only thing that uh, stops him is if he gets hurt. That's the only thing I see. Nick, what do you think? Yeah, it's got to be Cooper Cup, 100%. When you talk about league winners, it's, you know, Matthew Stafford, it's Cooper Cup. He's got nine touchdowns, 809 yards for the year compared to Tyreek with five touchdowns and 641. Um, Tyreek is going gonna, is gonna to have his, his big burst, you know, 30-point weeks um, here and there, but he's also going to put up his five-point weeks. His Bud's cup seems more, you know, reliable week to week, um, and he's still going to give you a possible 202 game. You never know when he's going to bust out like that, too. It's cup. It's cup yeah. yeah, I never would have thought that, you know, you would take Cooper Cup over Tyreek Hill because, you know, we would just watch Tyreek Hill score 70-yard touchdown after 70-yard touchdown. <laughs> but uh, so far, you know, Cooper Cup is is killing it, and the Chiefs look kind of off their game. I uh, I don't know that anyone would be surprised if Tyreek Hill outscored Cup the, for the rest of the season, but at this point, based on what they've done the past seven weeks, uh, I agree you have to take Cup in that situation. So uh, let's get to this week's matchups. Uh, week eight, we've got some interesting matchups and some, some not interesting matchups. Uh, we'll start this week with actually my matchup against Joel. So as of yesterday, I was projected at 134.14 and Joel was projected at 128.42. Uh, like you said, Nick, I have not changed my roster to take Justin Fields out so that Projection is slightly skewed there. But, Nick, who do you think is going to come out in this one? 
Joel's getting his win this week, man. There's just no way that um, it's just going to keep piling on him like this. It's odds are in his favor. I love his QB matchups, um, even though he does have Winston. He's going against Tampa, who's who, who can give up some points through the air. Um, Carson Wentz has got Tennessee at home. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's got good receiver matchups also. Um, Thielen against Dallas on Sunday night. Diggs, um, obviously it doesn't matter the matchup with Diggs. And he, I mean, he's got a good squad. He's got Hubbard for another week against a weak Atlanta squad. Fournette's been killing it. He, he should win this game. Um, Jalen Hurts for you is going to get all his points in the fourth quarter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure exactly if you set your lineup completely, but I'm seeing Pascal and Robbie Anderson, which makes me want to um, barf a little bit. But other than that, man, I, I'm giving it to Joel. Yeah, give me Joel. Chester, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking the same, even though I know that you've got, you know, Cook going against Dallas, which – I mean, they're going to give up some run yards. Yeah, and uh, and then, of course, you're putting Roethlisberger in there. But like what Nick was saying with the matchups, I mean, Diggs got to go off against Miami. And the uh, uh, I have a feeling that the uh, bounce back for um, New Orleans, you know, coming in and, and Winston will have a, a good game. You saw, like, with when, when Dallas played Tampa Bay, and you've seen it with Tampa Bay and other teams as well, they don't have uh, the best secondary. And so I think there will be some big plays there. And I'm not going to call it a shootout or anything like that, but I think Winston gets his. And so I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have to pick Joel with his first win. Yeah, I, I think we may be underplaying a little bit here the uh, Jameis Winston revenge game going back to Tampa Bay. Um, but you know that Tampa Bay is going to score 40 points more than likely, and so he's going to have to throw the ball 60 times. Now, out of that 60, four of those might be picks, but he also could throw five touchdowns. So, um, you know, he might put up some pretty decent numbers this week, and Leonard Fournette has just been absolutely killing it. I think this is a prime example of me trading away three pretty solid players that will just come back and bite me in the ass a week later because uh, out of the trade that I got, y'all know uh, McCaffrey was the big deal, but I'll start Roethlisberger and I might start Emmanuel Sanders, but uh, him playing Wentz, Sutton and Fournette against me, it just screams just him kicking my ass. So I'm actually going to pick Joel as well because I think y'all are right. I picked him last week thinking that this was the time. He's going to win. He's going to get his win. And uh, unfortunately, I, I think it's going to be this week. Um, the next matchup is Jessica versus Chester. Um, taking a look at this, Jessica's team has really underperformed. They have uh, – did I say Chester? I meant Chip. What did I say? No, it's Chester. No, it's Chester, yeah. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong Chester week. My bad, my bad. Um, it is, it's Chester. So Jessica's team is, has really underperformed. She has to put up with Geno Smith, man. Geno Smith looked terrible, terrible <laughs> last week. Um, right now, the projections show, but I, I know Chester's not done setting, you're not done setting your lineup. So I have to take Chester. Dak coming off a bye. Hopefully he's going to be fully healthy. Um, we know that, you know, him getting a little a tweak 
was good timing right before the bye week. And, uh, and Chester's team in the end is just better. Nick, what do you think? Yeah, this one's not close for me. Either. Chester's going to pull up, pull away um, pretty handily. I love, love his quarterback matchups. Um, Daniel, even Daniel Jones has got the Kansas City on Monday Night Football. Dak's going on Sunday Night Football. They're going to perform. Um, his receivers are better. His running backs are better. Well, yeah. Um, and then he's got three tight ends, but they're all really good. So um, Jessica's going to lose. She should have been losing a lot more than she's been losing this, this year. She's lucky to have the three wins, being at the lowest point total in the entire league. Um, and not even close. Um, so, yeah, Chester's going to pull it away. Chester, why are you going to win this week? Well, I, I'm definitely uh, pulling for myself here. Um, I hope that pra- uh, Prescott is, uh, is healthy. He did, he did uh, practice. He, you know, he was in a walking boot as a, as a precaution, but he's, he's, he's out of that. He's looking good. Everybody's, you know, optimistic about it. The, uh, uh, I mean, you got Chase going against the Jets. I mean, he could make up for the points if, if Dak didn't even play. He could make up for the points himself, almost like he did this last week. My, uh, uh, the points don't show it yet, but I don't think that uh, Saquon Barkley plays. So I think Booker comes in again. He'll probably get a touchdown. Um, you know, he's been, he's actually been a really good uh, backup. He's done really well. That was a good pickup. But uh, uh, Callaway for New Orleans, he got seven targets on the last uh, on the last game, and he's been he's been slowly creeping into their number one wide wide receiver uh, as far as targets go. Camara uh, obviously still gets the majority of it, but I think Callaway, I mean, he is he's a speedster and he's a deep threat, and I think that uh, he definitely is one that could stand out on this. It's, if it turns into a shootout, that could be a good one. Um, when I look at Jessica's team. She just, you know, you don't know if Nick Chubb's going to play. Uh, that's still up in the air. And it's just a, a deal where she's had uh, horrible luck. Uh, I mean, anytime that you have Geno Smith as a starting quarterback, you might as well just hang it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really rough. It was. It's like having Justin Fields. It's, it's almost <laughs> as bad as having Justin Fields. Uh, it was pretty rough. That game last night was pretty hard to watch, so. Um, okay, so we are I, I all I like Romo just roast Neji. Um, he just hey, hates that guy. Yeah, there's a lot of people that hate that guy, and a, a lot of people think that he will wind up being fired. But I don't know. I mean, putting Fields on the on the field, um, you know, I I don't know that that it was his call. You know, he has Andy Dalton, and if Andy Dalton wasn't hurt, kind of hoping Andy Dalton comes back and plays quarterback for the Bears, but. Just listen to what you just said. You hope Andy Dalton comes back. That's where we're at in this situation. (laughs) It is that bad. Yeah, you need Andy. Yeah. (laughs) So um, the next matchup. um, The next matchup, we have Clayton versus Chip. Uh, Who are we starting with here? Chester, who do you think is going to win this one? This is a good one. The... uh... I mean, it's another one where Tom Brady could go off. Uh, I mean, have four touchdowns. I mean, New Orleans hasn't shown to, you know, have great defense on that. You know, uh, it's going to be a – 
it's going to be a shootout. And then the uh, the big question mark on Mahomes with everything that's been going on. I mean, we, we don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, the, the Giants have had a sneaky, decent defense uh, uh, this year uh, in the secondary. And so it's been uh, – I think that'll be a, a, a legit um, question mark. The other part is the uh, weather on that because there's supposed to be a nor'easter going on up in the northeast and they're playing in giant stadium which is an open air stadium so patrick mahomes could have a shit game um i'm, I'm going with uh I'm, I'm gonna go with the shit hawks i think the quarterback matchups by themselves are, are going to decide that okay nick what do you think um yeah i can't i can't pick clayton only having one qb going um Patrick's, Patrick's going to come back and have a good game on Monday Night Football. I don't care what the weather's like. Um, Jared Goff even has a pretty good matchup going against Philly at home. Um, These open-air stadiums, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel you. But they, they, dink and, they can dink and dunk all night long to 300 yards for him. So, um, yeah, give me, give me Chip. Clayton went off last week. He's going to have to come down a little bit. And he's got his QB on by. Brady's in New Orleans. Um, not the easiest matchup, but Brady's still going to Brady, obviously. But um, Chip still has King Henry. Give me, give me Chip. I have to agree. Um, I think I'm going to take Chip as well. I don't know when uh, I've been hearing about that nor'easter, but I don't know when it's scheduled to hit. They play on Monday, so maybe it, they won't hit the effects of that as bad. Um, but Mahomes' season hasn't quite been as bad as Joel's season, but in the same <laughs> manner, uh, Mahomes is going to blow up. He, he's It's coming. He's pissed. And he is going to come out and, and just make an example of somebody. I don't know if the Giants are going to be that team, but he's projected 33 for a reason. Yeah. That, and like you said, Derrick Henry can just go nuts at any time playing inside in Indianapolis. Um, the For Clayton, he does have David Carr on a bye, but Brady, we know, can qualify as two quarterbacks pretty much any week. That wouldn't surprise anybody. I'm still not a fan of Clayton's running backs, but Damian Harris went off last week. He had a great week for him. So you never know when those guys are going to show up. But in the end, uh, I got to take Chip on this one. I, I just – I think his team is – not only the better team out of the two of these, but his team is much better than the three and four record that he has. So uh, I think he's yeah. going to kind of come back towards the mean on that one and really, you know, start climbing the standings. It's about time for him to do that. Uh, I'm going to agree with you guys because I checked the weather and I think you're right. I don't think <laughs> the weather's going to play a factor. I just checked it. I didn't check it earlier. I thought it was going to hit, but it's actually going to hit Saturday. So um, yeah, I'm changing mine just because when I went in and looked at that, I just figured both of them being playing outside in the Northeast that they're going to have those issues, but it does, it looks like it's already going to be passed through by them. So yeah, that was my only X factor in the whole deal. Well, well uh, I mean, looking, sorry, John, Caden's looking to steal a week too. He's, he, you know, he's out there looking for a quarterback still in the, the yeah. bye week. He's already made that. Uh, made that known so be wary of uh what you what you're uh sending everyone yeah i think he wants justin fields he <laughs> I, I could make him a really great deal for justin fields i promise <laughs> you that 
Clayton, when you're listening to this, uh, hit me up. Justin Fields and a running back, Tom Brady. Mark it down. Done. <laughs> Clayton, Clayton, I'll do Darnold for Carr straight up this week. And they'll get the EGW, man. Let's do it. You get two QBs. <laughs> if you trade yeah, for Justin Clayton. Fields, you also get Andy Dalton. I mean, come on. You remember 2012? It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So our next matchup is uh, those disappointing Bukaki Bandits versus Get Some. Uh, right now, Sean is projected to win. I'm not sure if that has changed yet or not. Nick, who do you think is going to take this one? Oh, this one won't change, and it this is an easy one too. Um, Sean's going to. Sean's going to embarrass Clint this week. I'm sorry to say it because, you know, they're good friends and all, but yeah, Clint's going to get some more Bukaki on his face this week. Lamar's, <laughs> <laughs> Lamar's on by. Um, he's got that um, San Francisco QB situation in Chicago this week. And then after that, you know, he still has Antonio Gibson and, <laughs> and, um, uh, Alan Robinson. So yeah, I'm I'm not trying to be the dead horse fan. I love you, buddy. But yeah, you're gonna Chester. What do you think? Absolutely. Yeah, it's Sean all the way. There's no way that uh uh that he can pick up the slack on this one. The uh not only is he got uh, Lamar Jackson out, but then he's also got uh Sean's got uh, great matchups. You know, his quarterbacks going against teams that aren't doing so hot on, uh, on defense against quarterbacks. So, I mean, Matt Stafford by himself is he could put up enough for two quarterbacks. So, yeah. Yeah. The only uh, downside that I could possibly see on Sean's team is the Rams coming out to uh, a killer lead and then them benching him later in the game, because, you know, thank goodness us Houston fans have the Astros to watch because the, the Texans are just, horrendous it's they're not an nfl team um but there's no way you can pick against sean this week with clint having lamar on by so that's a that's a pretty easy one yeah um moving on we have chris versus patrick two of the league founders going up against each other this week right now chris is projected to win by about 26 Chester, who do you think is going to take this one? Well, the uh, I guess he he tweaked his lineup, and so it actually he's only uh, Chris has only got a, a about eleven point projection over him, and so um, that's a close one. I uh, I honestly, you know, with Burrow going against the Jets, I think they haven't projected really low and. I mean, that's the deal is um, if you look at New England, they've actually done decent against quarterbacks that come in hot like that. It's just a Belichick thing on how to get to them. The uh, um, I'm going I'm going with Patrick. I think that Patrick has a, uh, uh, a better setup on um, what he can do, especially uh, with guys like CeeDee Lamb and things like that that have been sneaky good. You know, they're they're. I think that them coming out of a bye, I think CeeDee Lamb does uh, does pretty well in that game as well. Nick, what do you think? Uh, this one's this one's pretty tough. Um, I, 
I think I'm going to go with Chris. At the end of the, I just got to pick the talent um, right here. Um, Herbert and, well, yeah. I'm going to go with Herbert and, and Chris taking this one. Um, I don't really have much to say about that. Yeah. Chris has just got a better team. It just hurts you to take Chris. Is that is that the problem? I'm rooting. <laughs> you know, Chris and I have, have, have turned a leaf with our friendship you know y'all try to keep pitting us against one another but we're more lax than he even knows so yeah we're we're uh me and chris are in a good place right now so i'm gonna go with my boy chris <laughs> I, you know i feel like i should take chris's team because like you said it's it's the talent and Chris's team is five and two for a reason. They have been performing well. They, they only lost last week in a game that they were in where like six of their, six of his players were on bye week and he was still, you know, had a shot, <clears throat> but I mean, the team mm -hmm. he was playing was obviously just terrible. Um, but the, I think I have to pick Patrick because I agree Chester that I think Burrow might have some low projections there against the Jets you know, but the Jets won't, not that Zach Wilson was any good, um, but they're playing a backup quarterback and that game might be just downright terrible. Case Keenum's not going to, you know, do anything great against the Steelers with Baker Mayfield out. If, if Mayfield, I don't know how long Mayfield is out, um, but assuming that he still plays, I can't imagine that Keenum is, is going to do great. But still, you look at these guys, like you said, C.D. Lamb and Debo Samuel um, and Cordero Patterson has just been incredibly surprising. So in kind of a surprise pick, I, I got to take Patrick. I, I think he's going to pull it out this week. And maybe Chris's team takes a, a bit of a step back. So we'll see. Even with only one running back? He's only got one running back in there. I he, may have, he may not have one running back when I'm done with it, dude. You never know. I, I I can't imagine he plays with only one running back. I mean, he could drop Baker if he wanted to, depending mm -hmm. on whenever they make that decision because he's got Keenum. So that's kind of like a free oh, roster yeah. spot. And he's also rostering a backup linebacker. So, um, you know, I, I don't know that that's going to stay that way, seeing as it's it's Tuesday, it's a little early. So I do think that he will put a running back in there and, and who knows? Maybe I'll trade him Dalvin Cook for Joe Burrow. We'll, we'll see how it all works out. <laughs> Don't do that, Patrick. <laughs> um, up next, we have Brady versus Hannah. This is a, a pretty close matchup. Nick, what do you think is going to happen? Hmm. My daughter's kindergarten and first grade teacher versus my arch nemesis, in the liberal Brady. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go Hannah. And it's obviously no personal bias here, biases here, but she's got the man, Josh Allen, the guy that who should have won me a, my third ship last year. Um, Hannah's team is better. Kelsey, Hill, Allen. Um, Teddy's going to do a thing against Washington at home. Um, yeah, give me Hannah. Let's go Hannah. So uh, Teddy, huh? He he deserves by going by only his first name. He is that good now. Uh, I wasn't Teddy. aware. 
you know, he's doing his thing. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware that he was quite at that status. Um, he's, but he's real life bad and fantasy decent. He's one of those guys. He's there. You go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Jalen Hurts sometimes falls into that category where he he looks terrible and he has eight points and like Chester said, and then he gets or I think Nick you said he gets like twenty points in the in the fourth quarter. Um, mm-hmm. Hannah's got some of these hot pickup guys like Raymond and Boston Scott. And so we'll see how they perform. They, they are kind of new on the scene. So we'll see how they can do this week. Um, it's so it's is she, really. Is she benching Tannehill? Sorry. Is she benching Tannehill this week and playing Teddy? Is that final? I'm not going to speak for her, but I would assume no. I would assume she plays Tannehill um, at Indy indoors rather than play Bridgewater against Washington. But uh, I'm uh, that's just an assumption that I'm making. So we'll see how that turns out. Um, I don't see her putting in Cole Beasley. And uh, when is Gallup set to come back? No idea. He has 21 days. They've set him to return, so he has to be I, back. I think it's this week. I think it's this week. He could he could be back this week. So, um, you know, we'll see. Brady's team has underperformed, although Alvin Kamara looked great last night, and Kyler Murray is phenomenal. I think, actually, that Brady's team is more talented, but I'm going to have to go with Hannah this week because Josh Allen playing the Dolphins um, should do well. And like I said, with Patrick Mahomes coming back, I I really do think that he could come back strong this week. And we know that Tyreek Hill can put up 30, 40 points at any time. So I'm I'm going to take – Yeah, yeah, I'm going to take Hannah. Chester, what do you think? Well, I'm I'm on on the fence just like both of you guys are as far as it being close – and going back and forth, but uh, I pretty much agree with you, John. Uh, I'm going with Hannah uh, based on that. I think she puts Tannehill in there, and then I look at uh, uh, the matchups like Hill and and uh, and Kelsey, things like that. It, it, that'll put her over the top. And so I think they're just kind of you know it's just the Giants that project a little low, and so they're going to do well. All right. So our last matchup of the week is Nick. Versus Clint Muirhead. Um, Chester, who is going to take this one? Oh, man. Well, um, that's a tough one just because, you know, you don't know what, what's going to happen with Barkley. You don't know if he's going to come back. Uh, they never really came out and just said how bad his, his ankle injury was. And, uh, uh, but he's definitely dealing, dealing with that. The, um, I'm, I'm going with Nick just because right now, I mean, you really, it's um, hard to go in in there and, and look at that and say that, uh, uh, that uh, um, Clint, sorry, forgot his name, Clint number 15, <laughs> was, was going to have a, uh, a team that's going to be even rostered. I mean, he's got, he's, I'm looking at his lineup here and he's got guys that got COVID-19, guys that are out. You know, guys that are injured, it's pretty banged up, doesn't know who he's going to start. So I think he's just kind of waiting to see through the week who's going to be available and then try to put a lineup together. So 
Yeah, I, I think losing Devontae Adams, it looks like he's not going to be able to play, um, being that he's on the, the COVID list. And they play Thursday. If they yeah. played Sunday, maybe he would have a better shot at coming back. Um, and like you said, the issues with Barkley, I, I think that if Saquon and Adams were healthy, then, you know, uh, Clint would have a much better shot. He does have James Conner, who has been super surprising lately and played really well for the for the Cardinals. So he can he's not Saquon by any means, but he can pop him in to a running back spot. But he's going to have to go out and figure something for a wide receiver. He's not going to start Josh Gordon this week. So he's going to have to find a wide receiver to play in that spot. Um, uh, Nick's team is, is good. I mean, obviously you're, uh, towards the top of the league sitting in third and, and even though I think Darnold has underperformed and, and isn't that good in the end, um, I think Nick is, is going to win this week. So Nick, tell us why you're going to win. Yeah. Muirhead may have to make some moves. I know he's got like three moves on the year, but, uh, might actually <laughs> have to be active in the league and do something with his team this week. Um, and that doesn't mean trade with Sean. Don't trade with fucking Sean, Quinn, all right? I know he's probably going to throw you a trade because uh, Devontae is sick this week. And, but don't do it, okay? It's not smart to, to give the first-place team the best receiver in the league. Just wanted to throw that out there. Anyway, um, yeah, I caught another lucky break this week with Devontae um, coming down with COVID and, and playing on Thursday. So, and um, Lazard um, is on the COVID-19 list also. So, Rodgers' weapons are, are, are dwindling. Um, he's got Tunyon, but I don't anticipate him uh, doing much. Saquon, injury. This is my get-right week. Um, Darnold is, is going to do something against Atlanta. And if he doesn't, I will say he has done for the entire year. They'll, they'll have his backup in there. Or a trader will have gone down or something. But this is his get-right week. Last fucking chance to show that he has something in the tank. Um, I'll put up 180 and I'll actually earn this win. So I'm going to go with me. So the agreement on this podcast is, is kind of sickening guys. Um, <clears throat> we chose was that a clean sweep. It, it was a, it was a clean sleep, a, a clean sweep, except that Nick picked Chris and Chester and I picked Patrick. Other than that, other than Nick picking Chris, we agreed on everything. Listen to that sentence. <laughs> Love you, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, BFFs over here. But when you look at the league from first place all the way down to 13th place, literally everyone in the league is within two wins of each other. And I, I think that's pretty outstanding when we're halfway through the season. There's really no one that's out of it. There are some teams like Jessica's team is in 13th and has been beat up really bad by injuries, but you can't say that she's out of it. She's two games out of first. So it's been an interesting year and it's still really, really competitive. So I wasn't trying uh, to pick on Jessica. Sorry. I wasn't trying to pick on Jessica earlier. um, And I wouldn't have done that if the, the the podcast after I put up you know ninety something or sorry a hundred hundred and three points she came after me pretty hard for somebody in last place and in, in points so my last message to Jessica and I will be done with our little feud right after this I will only say this. <laughs> 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 
Oh my God. Oh. The, the shit talking via the podcast is, it, it's to a new level this year. It's, it's wonderful. Wonderful. Love you all. Love you all. Um, so the last thing I'll add is, do, do y'all think that Joel thinks if he picks up Deshaun Watson and he gets traded, he gets to keep him? Because he picked him up at 7.20 this morning. Um, uh, I don't know that he might get that if he gets traded, he has to drop him. I, was, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I did write it down on my notes here. Um, is that true <laughs> if Deshaun Watson is named the starter, though? If Deshaun Watson is named the starter of the uh, of the Dolphins, if he's named the starter of the Texans, Joel has him. He can start him, do whatever he needs to. But if he's traded to another team, then no, he doesn't have um, rights to him. Basically, he drafted the Texans quarterback, not Deshaun Watson or Davis Mills or Tyrod Taylor. Um, and so that's the guy he has access to. So that's why Nick is saying – if Deshaun will get traded to the Panthers, <clears throat> then he'll be in good shape and he can start a top five quarterback that he got for free for Sam Darnold. And that was the whole reason he traded Tannehill for him. But what Nick doesn't know is that if Deshaun does get traded to the Panthers, then Roger Goodell is going to come in and just punch Nick in the face and say, Deshaun is suspended for the rest of the season. Fuck you, Nick. More than likely, more than likely. And can we end it on that? Fuck you, Nick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I need to. Uh, yeah, I need to turn that into a song on its own. Oh yeah, we should get that going. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for doing this. This was a, a great podcast. Uh, I hope it's a great week eight for everybody. Uh, really look forward to it, and good luck to everybody. Appreciate it, guys. I'll send you the link so you can watch Chet's uh, baseball game. Can't yes, wait. Sir, I'm definitely not gonna watch that. Thank you, baby. Okay. Can we like All right, house? All my diamonds blouse. I represent the dirty south. And we riding blades, Jackson Escalades. We third coast born most of the Yo, this is Jay Mack, and that's a new single by Lil Quill. This is the way we bow. Y'all know how we bow. We ride Jazz Escalades. We bring hit after hit. Speaking of a hit, let's go to the next song.